right, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. You got your boy Zage here, of course, joined by two studs today, two gentlemen here on the field. I got Wyatt McCabe and Alex Dorita, friends of the podcast. You guys have seen them before. Boys, say hello to the people. Hey, what's up, everyone? You already know me. <laughs> I'm all here all the time. <laughs> what's going on, guys? <laughs> I don't have an intro like that, but you guys know me too. <laughs> he said, <laughs> um, and for the very first time, coming to you with video. Very exciting. We're starting off the new year with some new stuff for the brand. Uh, I think moving forward, we're going to have some really crystal clear audio coming to you guys too, which I'm very excited about. But uh, yeah, big things coming for the brand. Don't expect me to make a lot of eye contact, but I will sometimes because it's cute. Um, it's a little awkward, actually. Like before, I used to just sit back and just kind of do whatever, but now… You're going to see me. Yeah, we have to present ourselves appropriately. You guys don't even know. We used to do all the podcast shirtless. Like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> um, so, Just shirtless, huh? Yeah. Shh, don't tell them about our episode. They don't know about that oh, one. Man. Uh, so yeah, what's been going on with you guys? Uh, how are you feeling about your 2021? I know there was like a big divide in the American people. A lot of people were very excited for 2021. And a lot of people were just like, it's going to be same old, same old. How are you guys feeling? I was taking it very lightly because, you know, 2020, I remember there was very high hopes for everyone went into it and they were like, this is going to be it. We're finally turning around. And come on, we saw how that went. So this year, I decided to take it slow. We're just going to see what happens. And if it goes wrong, I didn't expect anything else, you know? Set the bar low from Wiznat. How you feeling, Dorita? Uh, you know, I, I pretty much have kind of the same viewpoint as Wiz here, like, Everyone had big plans for 2020, and uh, even at the start of that year, shit just kept falling apart, and I feel like people are a little skeptical coming into 2021. Like, I have my hopes up, I really do, but I have my hopes up every year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I make the most of it, so I'm, I'm rolling hard into 2021. I am going to make it count. As you should. I think uh, a word for me, I don't usually do... Um what is it called? New Year's resolutions. I usually do like words of the year and they kind of just come to me like periodically and if they stick, they stick. One of the ones I have kept for this year is momentum. I decided that. This is like some LA buzzword jargon nonsense. It's kind of just like that. Yeah, it's kind of just like that. But like I, like I always feel like if I set a New Year's resolution for myself, I'm never really going to stick to it. Like what's the point of trying to tell myself that I have to do something for a whole year? Like that's a lot of pressure. I actually forgot to do my New Year's resolutions because last year I actually made like a Google Doc and I wrote down everything. Um, and I actually made an effort and I, I got about 75% of it done. Um, like one month later? <laughs> no, in the year. Oh, all 2020? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Um. Wait, I thought wait. you were talking about this year. And no, you're like, yeah, no, I got no. all my I resolutions I did this done. last year. I, I forgot to do it this year. <laughs> but yeah, I got a good amount done last year. So I felt pretty good because I was on like at Christmas and I was like, hey, let me read this shit. And I was like, oh, I did do that. And it was a pretty good thing. So, all right. So you are in support of resolutions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's dumb if you make your resolution stuff like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Like, because you're never going to fucking do that. But like, just set reasonable in a year goal. Where would you like to be? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like when you said you didn't have a resolution, it sounded more like uh, Sage. It sounded more like you were trying to commit to some physical activity, uh, you know, year round. Like, yeah, you're not going to become a pro golfer in one year or, you know, learn how to do every type of flip. Like, you just, uh, my resolution is learning to be the best backflipper in the world. Like, that's just unrealistic. But I did, I had a resolution. I, I noticed something about myself in 2020, and it's that I let people's actions sway my course, you know? And uh, some years, uh, I guess it's more prevalent than others, but I realized in 2020, shit got to me, and for this year, I want shit, less shit to get to me. Take, like, take, go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow, but mm -hmm. also, like, stay true to my original uh, mentality, my original mood, like... Someone spits in my direction, fine. Like, you you got your own issues. I'm going to keep walking straight and... Open your mouth and take it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my just, God. Just <laughs> I think that's actually a really good mentality considering where we just came from, where I feel like a lot of people became obsessed with other people's, like, thoughts and posts online and stuff like that. And they really let it, like, get to their core and, like, grind their gears and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people were very in their heads in 2020. Like, understandably so, though. When you first interviewed me, that was... 
at the beginning of 2020 when society was still somewhat normal yeah. for LA even. And once quarantine hit, like that limited a lot of people interacting with other people on a, in a normal way or a normal basis. And that shit affects you psychologically, you know? 100%, man. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of huge psychological impacts from this previous year. Like, one thing for sure I've noticed about myself is I keep calling myself 20 and 21. Like, I feel like I missed my entire 22nd year of life. Like, I feel like it never happened. And I, I like, was talking to some people the other day, and I said, like, oh, yeah, I'm 20. Oh, my God, I'm almost 23 years old. Like, I just feel like we lost that whole year. But the main thing I think is… um. Something I paid attention a lot to while I was at USC that my professors were bringing to light was like, try to take yourself out of the situation and think about like the next generation of people. So like with COVID, I was thinking so much about like the kids that are being used to like sitting inside all day, staring at a screen all day, like learning through a screen and stuff like that. I think that's going to have a real psychological impact on like the next generation of people. I think it depends. I mean, if it goes on for fucking five years, then yeah. But if it's one year, it'll just be something everyone, like, talks about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't think, like, yes a kid's no. going to be damaged because one year they had to fucking do that. Not damaged, but I think they'd be, like, more accepting of this technological outline. Like, you know how there's people who are, like, 70 now? And they're like anti-internet. Yeah, but they're fucking old as fuck. There's no one that's like under 40. I know. So like they're on the one far side of the spectrum. I'm imagining these kids being like super pushy and being like, yeah, everyone should be like on the computer and like we should digitalize everything. Like you already have come to me. Yeah, but I I don't think that's COVID related. I think that's with the times. I think that would happen. I, I think what X is trying to say is that like because of how things went down this year and the fact that we had to socially distance and do everything virtually, it kind of normalized it in their lives. But if you, I mean, my mom's a teacher. She's a school teacher. And I talk to her every now and then and she says, oh, like this month I'll be going in to teach the kids in person. And like, nope, this month we're doing Zoom classes. So if anything, their their day-to-day lives might have been rocked a bit, but... I don't think they're going to be so, like, mentally, you know, yeah, that's what I clingy think. To, the, to the virtual stuff. I don't think it's there yet. I, yeah, I don't think it's long enough to have long-term effects yet. It's just going to be, like, an annoyance that everyone remembers. But, uh, I like, for me personally, I have not minded all of this year. Like, I'm a real homebody as it is. So, like, for me, I don't have to go anywhere. Like, cool, you know. But um, if I was in school, I think I really would dislike it because i i did like going to school a lot you know so high school or college high school college would whatever like you would be pissed off having to take online classes in high school definitely bro that shit would suck dude definitely it would blow your whole year i i um yeah i don't know i think the homebody thing is funny that's what my uncle so i was just on like a staycation with my aunt and uncle for like four nights basically on like a bender slash babysitting trip and um my uncle said the same thing he's like i don't give a fuck about being inside all the time yeah. like there's nothing i want to do outside anyway but i'm the complete opposite Bro, his wife is the complete him. opposite <laughs> yeah and we were just like no dude like i'm dying like i have to go outside like i have to find activities outside every day to make sure that i get outside because if i stay inside all day like i'm depressed it was definitely an adjustment like when the f- stay at home order first kicked from from going from social beings to like you know Constantly being outside, you know, whether you're meeting up with friends or you're eating or just everyday life, that was an adjustment for me. Like being indoors and being inside my own head and like having to rely on myself to entertain myself. Mm. It was definitely, it definitely rewired part of my brain. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like half the population kind of, uh, kind of just, Puffed and puffed at the whole at the whole societal change, and then half the population did something about it, like with their lives. I did. I dude, I was just gonna say, I think something huge that did come out of it is so many people turned to their like creativity. I know, like every microphone was sold out, every guitar was sold out, every video camera was sold out. I brought an electric drum kit. 
Hell yeah. Like everybody started pursuing their passions now that they were stuck inside. I think that was amazing. I hope a lot of people stuck through with that stuff. I remember like right when the COVID pandemic started, a lot of people were like, well, maybe we'll enter a renaissance. Like maybe. True, I remember. Yeah. yeah a lot of people were saying they like, were like the, the first renaissance, renaissance yeah. happened during. <laughs> and although that's not and exactly how I feel. fucking watch Netflix the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Although it's not exactly how I feel, I do think like a, a lot of good came from it. Like people like doing their own thing. I think, I, I think something moving forward um, a prediction I have is we're going to start trying to remove these like gatekeepers from these industries. I know that's like <laughs> not a new idea, but I feel like now that everyone has access to the internet and like can put out their own content completely independently, you no longer have to seek out these like labels, production companies, like the gatekeepers, if you will. And so I'm hoping to see a lot of like, um, cool independent stuff coming out. I predict a future which is probably very far off and probably a bit unrealistic where all the content we consume is coming directly from the content creator instead of from like so, the company. Uh, you, you're saying you think that it'll be more easier to like promote your stuff or or well I'm just saying like you no longer have to reach out to these companies that will be able to throw money at you to succeed. Like usually like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like if you wanted to, for example, make it in the music industry, it was like you had to get signed to a record label so they could give you their money and resources for you to make it. Yeah. But now like you can have a song go viral on TikTok and you can become very famous on your own for a little while. Yeah, the path to success is is very loose now. Like, Yeah, I agree. It's very just open and as long as you're creative or do one thing really right, you could do it. That, what, what's her fucking face? Bella Porsche? Bella Thorne? No, no Bella Porsche. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She, she, got, she B, got famous. Okay, okay. Yeah, she got famous from like a 12-second uh, TikTok video of her just making faces to the beat. Mm. And it was so on point. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the best fucking video I've seen of that version, but she Bro, started probably trend. jerked it to that video. <laughs> what he's talking about is, he said it was so on point. Um... Well, wait, I'm going to take a step back just one second. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think the, you know, the barrier to success is opened up. But I, again, I don't think that's COVID related. I think that's no, just no, technology. No, no, separate thing. Yeah, separate okay, thing. okay. Yeah. I thought you were still on because of COVID. Or but no, no. I, I do think oh. COVID helped it in the way that like people were more willing to observe others work because they had nothing else to do. Definitely. Oh, God, speaking of people being bored, and we could probably talk about this forever, the conspiracies coming out last year, I'm like spitting, but the conspiracies from last year, bro, I swear to God, people have never been so bored in history. I'm like, still waiting for the aliens. <laughs> Dude, me too. Well, the government <laughs> finally verified aliens. Like, that's a complete insane moment for conspiracy well, theorists. sort of. They sort of did, they whatever. They verified UFOs. Yeah, UFOs, and they yes. released uh, a still image of a UFO, which says nothing. You know? um, no, they did release. They released three videos, but uh, I mean, it's like typical. They were what's up? Yeah, they were yeah. videos. Yeah, there's three videos, and it's it's not like you see a fucking UFO and a green man comes out or anything like that. It's like some fighter jets were flying and they saw this weird shape, like were, stuff you, like were that. Are you talking about like those like twenty or thirty something lights all in, in like cohesive unison in the sky? Uh, that some people captured. That's or was, an old ass video. I know which one you're talking old. about. That's old. Are you talking no, no, about no, no. something this captured is by NASA? Officially, government released video. Like they officially declassified it. It's like about. I think it's three videos. They're all like maybe a minute, and it's like just a weird shape in the sky, and it does really quick maneuvers. Like it's hard to tell because they're in fighter jets, but the thing is moving like incredibly fast. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one video where the fighter jet was like literally commenting. On a figure yeah, he, yeah, he saw was flying around. I, there's a lot of videos, but um, unless it's t uh, broadcasted on live television, there's really like no one can say they're here. Dude, now. even if it is live television, uh, I can't. I don't think there was this year this happened. Um, but did you guys ever see the thing with the Pope? There's like this conspiracy about the Pope, but one time this happened, there's a lot of conspiracy about the Pope, but one time uh, he was like on air, live streaming, and he like waved at everybody from a balcony. And then I'm sure it had to have been like a tech issue, like they cut the scene to a freeze frame or something, but it looks like the Pope like vanishes, he like turns around, and everybody was saying like, is the Pope a hologram? It just reminded God. me, because we were talking about conspiracies, but that was such a silly thing. I've actually never heard of that one. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I feel like the Flat Earthers did like a huge bit this year. 
as everybody was sitting inside. Oh my god, with this flat. flat Earth bullshit. The flat Earth to me one is so stupid. So just crazy. because do they ever ask themselves why? And I'm sure they actually do. I'm sure there's a dumb flat Earth answer for it. But like, the, in no logical explanation is there a reason for the government in the whole world to try and convince everyone that the Earth is flat? Like, yeah. What good does it do? I don't even get. They that. just don't ask themselves simple questions like, how can phys- how would physics That's be able to thing. work if well, the yeah. Earth was flat? Like, all of the physics we know, like. <laughs> but I actually read an interesting thing about like why the flat Earth theory actually propels itself so well, and it's because. If I said to you, the earth is flat, you would probably say, no, it's not. And I would say, okay, we'll prove it. And you wouldn't be able to prove it. That's the thing. Like, you, the math is out there to prove it. It's not that it's not proven. But you, off the top of your head, would not know how to prove mathematically that the earth is round. However, it's very easy for me to have some bullshit ready that I read online that is nonsensical about why the earth is flat. And you would have no counter argument to it besides, well, the that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't have an argument ready for it, which is why yeah. it's very easy for them to keep convincing themselves. And even if you did give an argument, they wouldn't care anyway. That's the thing. I think it doesn't even matter the argument. It's just like the reception of of news. Like some people are just like non-receptive to to fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my thing is I just think people like Feeling like they're important yes. and that they're that's they're right. smarter than everyone else and they know and no one else knows. You know what I'm saying? It's just an ego that's, thing. That's literally that's literally the worst like type of uh, fuel. That that topic is literally the worst type of fuel for that type of person. Like, why argue the flat Earth theory when like a modern scientist would laugh in your face if you even like mentioned it to him? Why not argue something more abstract that? Not everyone knows about. Like, yeah. if you're, if you have to be right about something, exactly. don't make it. Don't make it one of the most highly disproven theories. Yeah. Like the people in the the but, early 1800s had had all sorts of uh, ideas that like uh, Earth is the center of the universe. Obviously, oh, Earth is square on this side of the room. You know, this that that was hundreds of years ago. Like, come up with something a bit better. But that's what I'm saying. Something like, new. I actually think they like that. People openly say this is wrong because they like have this victim mentality where like they want to go against the world. They want to feel like they're smarter than everyone. They know. So like if you keep saying it's wrong, it just fuels them because they're like, no, no, it's the deep state. Like they're keeping us underground and hidden and stuff. But like we really know the truth. Like they want to. It's just like they're. It's just bored people. It's bored people with like bored people. Nothing to. Nothing going on in their lives. Nothing so they to just exert create their this... mental energy into. So exactly, they like make up this whole fake reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my uh, one Airbnb I stayed at, like the 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 guy who ran it. He wasn't the owner of the house, but he was he was just like the host. His name was Jacob. Man in his mid thirties, you know, in shape. Uh, whatever, though, he was so convinced. Like I literally had a fifty minute conversation in the kitchen with him, trying to convince him, and all he. When I would catch him at like a stalemate, he would just look down and be like, "That's just that's not how it is, man." Like, yeah, he, and he what believed it, and yeah. I could tell. Like, I could tell like, he was just in it, in it just for the controversy. Yeah, just to piss yeah. you off, or like just to have an argument with someone. I'm familiar with that. Those kinds of people. I saw that video. I never actually watched the whole video of you guys. Remember Kanye's TMZ rant? Yeah, Kanye like freaked out on TMZ because he was talking like this was right after he said slavery was a choice, and so he like went on TMZ and there's this guy who no, he said slavery was a choice on TMZ. Oh, okay, he he said it on TMZ, and then like moments later, there's a guy at TMZ working there who, like, they're asking the people working there if they have anything to say to Kanye. He like stands up and he goes on like quite literally a ten minute tangent about like how much he respects Kanye and how he's like really disappointed in Kanye about like how he's saying this without realizing the repercussions it has on the black community and and like without realizing that he's affecting people who live that shit every day where he's like up in his mansion writing songs like and he wasn't disrespecting him he was being like you should do that i'm proud of you for doing that and i'm glad you're doing that but you have to realize like all this other stuff that's going on it was really heavy but it was interesting because kanye was just like just like you guys are saying he was saying things that he's heard that make no sense. He's like name dropping Kim Jong Un, name dropping Donald Trump, saying like we need to talk yep. to these guys. Baseless, baseless, banter. baseless stuff. And that's what the guy's saying. He's like, no, Kanye, you're just saying stuff that's not true. Like you're saying it like it's true and it's not true, and you're pissing everybody off. But and, like Kanye's a what weird do do? case where like 
at least if you talk to like a flat earther, like whatever they say is stupid, but there's like a, a, a logic chain behind it all. But Kanye is quite literally like mentally ill. Like he's just not even making sense yeah, when he's talking. He, he never so, even like, graduated high school. Like who's to say he's all that smart? You no, know? he graduated high school. He didn't graduate college. But he has uh, trauma did as he? well. Yeah, he graduated high school. What about that album graduate college, college dropout. dropout? Yeah. Oh, he was a college. Dro- I thought it was a high school. <laughs> My fault. But, uh, I'm okay. not a huge Kanye fan. <laughs> but, um, I'm not upset. No, about I don't it. care if he graduated yeah. college or not. I mean, Kanye at points has been. He's said some cool stuff, but. I mean, nowadays he's just a rich man with like yes men all around, but he's just, I think he's crazy. I hope that this divorce with Kim doesn't like go really, really bad for his mental state, but I'm sure that it will. I don't know. Honestly, I've completely tuned down for him. Like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Once he, once he like falsely campaigned to run for president and then just backed out after no effort, I was like, all right, man. Like, the world is not your playground, you know? You can have fun. Well, it is if you're a billionaire. It I mean, is if you're a billionaire. Who are you? To, who are you to I would rather do something better with my time than to run for a country that I don't even like. You don't stick know how in. many records he sold from that publicity stunt. You know, like it probably. You, you think it was all a stunt? You think he likes to make as himself look like an ass? As soon as he said, "I'm running for president," and then he said, "I'm dropping an album," I was like, "Okay." Yeah, people. People yeah, I think it was so still obvious. don't get it. But anytime Kanye comes into the public eye. He always comes in the public eye, does something ridiculous, and then drops an album. Yep. And and then he disappears. Yeah, yeah. And you know, anytime you see Kanye, he's dropping an album. It's that simple. Agree. Yeah. And he'll say whatever he has to say for everybody to be talking Although, about. He him. actually didn't drop an album this time. Now I think about it. He was going to, but he never did. Donda? Never came out. Um, I actually have a relevant story to this conversation. Something really interesting happened to me while I was at my aunt and uncle's. So they have this like um Aunt. Six-year-old daughter. They just kept saying that too. Do people say aunt? Like it's not aunt, it's aunt. So. I, I say aunt. Uh, if, you're, if you're old-fashioned, you could say aunt. It's definitely aunt. But I get called out for my pronunciation all the time. Uh, apparently, I say event and people say event. I, no, no. It can be an say event. event yeah. I say it event. could be an event, but I, I don't often hear that. So, And also people come to me for saying bagel. Yeah, a like bag, what? bagel. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. Bagel. Anyway, so what? What really? It sent me on a spiraling thought process. This one interaction I had with this six-year-old girl. I'm gonna ask you guys a question to start off the story. Do you know what the opposite of a fact is? A theory. A lie. Wait, hold up. The opposite of a fact. Yeah. Is oh fiction. The fuck. So these are all words that we threw around, but these are not the answer. Is it an opinion. It's opinion. And Uh, it sent me on this spiral because I was like, the first word that came to mind was lie. But I was like, there's no way they're teaching these kids in class truth versus lie or whatever it is, like fact versus lie. That's that's not how it works. You don't teach kids lies. And so I was like so stuck on the word and I couldn't figure it out. And I said something else that was wrong. And then I kept thinking about it. And then I said to her like opinion. And she was like, oh yeah, opinion. And it just dawned on me that like, I don't think people use that word a lot. Like I think... For all of the opinions that get thrown around online, I don't really hear the word opinion used very much. I think people are very quick to call something a lie, fake news, like these other slang terms. I think we should like really consider like bringing up when someone's telling you an opinion to call them out and say like that's an opinion. I think it sounds. I a think lot we more should actually take legit. a step further and just tell people their opinion is wrong. Yeah, I don't think we need fine. to pretend that opinions are always like valid. Like yeah. that's a stupid idea to me. Well, to me, I feel like instead of approaching someone and being like, what you just said is a lie and I'm disregarding it, if you can at least just be like, okay, that's your opinion and I disagree with it, the conversation might go like a lot better. That's yeah. just what I was thinking about. When, yeah, there's uh, uh, I think it's humanity. still just as confrontational. Well, it depends honestly. on how crazy the person is that you're talking to, but I really do think it, it sounds a lot different. That That's... It made me think that uh, was the opposite of a fact. Dude, I was like a six-year-old kid is learning this. Like, I need to be retaught this. Like, I need to learn how to have a discussion. But see, with sometimes yeah. I don't even think, like, I, I really do believe, like, we need to be more confrontational about it. Like, like, a lot of this election fraud stuff, like, factually, it's wrong. It's not an opinion that it's wrong. Or it's not an opinion that it happened. Okay, yeah. It's factually wrong. Yeah. But we still pretend, like, people saying that it's true is an opinion when it's not. It's factually I agree with wrong. your point. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between something being false and an opinion. But I guess I'm specifically talking about opinions. I didn't even think of that. That is definitely true. Like in terms of the political stuff, yeah, like to say Donald, I watched this TikTok where this guy who went around, he pretended he had a game show and he was like, if you answer one question right, you will win a million dollars. I saw that. Yeah, and he comes over to the lady and they're all at like the Trump rally. And he's like, who won the 2020 presidential election? And she's like, 
Donald Trump. And he's like, let me tell you one more time. If you get this right for one question, you get $1 million. Who won the president? He said, Donald Trump. And he was just like, yeah, we're not giving a lot of of money, not giving away a lot of money today. (laughs) No, I think think that was more denial than opinion, you know? Everyone, yes, yes. I feel like the whole world was watching that uh, the election ballots come in, and I was in Sweden, and I saw that Biden won only f- fourteen minutes after like it was uh, public information, and I feel like I was one out of seven billion people that have seen that, and anyone else who saw that and still said Donald Trump was uh, one was obviously a radical pro-Trump supporter and they could not accept it like Donald Trump could. Yeah, literally. You know, like you you lead the people by by demonstration, right? So if Donald Trump like acts a certain way and it's always got to be his way, no, I'm right, you know, like Joe Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. His supporters are going to act the same way because let's face it, this election I feel like got got people more involved than any other election in the past. But, like, to your point, I feel like everyone that you're referring to is, like, a blind follower. Like, yes, they were involved, but they weren't, like, attentive. They weren't actually paying attention. They were just following their leader blindly, you know? Of course. Well, undecided voters are some of the biggest idiots in the world, you know? Like, they'll hear something they like. Perhaps. You think undecided? I think people who are decided and locked in are, like, more naive. You want to be open to both sides. Yes, yes. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, uh, the people who will die by Trump or Biden are, yeah. are, are worse or less than people that are just like, hmm, I have no information about any of these uh, runners. Let me just cling on to the next thing I hear. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Like you guys were saying before, a lot of people don't take the time to really review if information is a fact or just their opinion, they'll just go with it, mm. you know? And, and if you give them enough resistance, psychological, they'll fight back. 100%. It, it, it's just- I made a point similar to this about uh, yeah. online clout. Like if something has uh, a million retweets, you're like more likely to just believe it as fact than something that has like 100 retweets. I think that's like a fucked up problem in our society right now. Yeah, if, if it catches the eye, you know, it doesn't- doesn't matter how many tweets there are. It's how people react to information. That's how it looks. But you mentioned the Sweden thing. Do you want to discuss your time in Sweden? Something very exciting happened. Oh, yeah. So, um, viewers, uh, last time they interviewed me, I was as single as they came. And I, I don't know. I guess uh, guess COVID got the best of me. Cupid I got struck. married. Cupid struck and Dorita hey. got married. <laughs> Mazel tov. No, I met a great Swedish girl on set earlier in 2020 and decided I couldn't live without her. So moved to Sweden. Now I don't married. have to. Yeah, Traveled yeah. to Sweden. You haven't moved to Sweden. I didn't move to Sweden. Yeah. I got married in uh, Sweden in a little church, you know, not far off from Stockholm. And... I was, I did that in the summer, came back for like a month, and then I went back to Sweden for about two and a half months, and now I'm back here. Rock with it? Was Sweden cool? Sweden was cool. Their take on the whole COVID pandemic is a lot more lax than what we have going on here. Um, Doors are open, restaurants are open. Um... They are starting to like recommend you know, certain behaviors where uh, we advise you to wear a mask, this and that, but by no means is, or at least when I left, it was not in a lockdown. You were free to do whatever. Hardly anyone wore masks, like maybe 5% of the population. So, but the, it, you got to also think like most people travel to America, you know, with one goal or, or the other, not a lot of, pe- not a lot of traffic Going through Sweden, though. Low-key? Yeah, low-key, like... Um, but the people are nice, at least, right? People are... The, uh, the people are nice. They're very reserved. They're not as, uh, you know, outgoing from the get-go as Americans are. You know, I could be walking down the sidewalk and some random person will come up to me and start telling me a story or ask me what the time is or this or that. I feel like I always had to engage people in Sweden. You know, do myself. they do drugs there? People, I heard there's 
as far as drugs go, I heard there's a lot of cocaine. But okay. then again, every country, I feel like every country has a pocket of itself that cocaine is prevalent. I think so, yeah. Um, since we're from California, or since we're doing this in California, I could f- freely speak about it. Their take on weed is equivalent to like someone possessing heroin. Yeah? Yeah, so I'm... I don't care who's watching this. I was looking for some weed in Sweden when I first They're coming got, for you, bro. When, when, I, when I first <laughs> right, 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 right. like <laughs> Swedish yeah, embassy is going to be knocking on my apartment door. When I was looking for weed in Sweden, <laughs> it was it was a lot harder. And then <laughs> honestly, you didn't smell it as much and people just don't like weed over there. It is funny the smelling thing that you mentioned because that is abnormal uh, to California. Like I, when you walk around California, you just smell weed like on every block all yeah. the time. That does not happen like in Delaware or anywhere else that I've been. It's a magical feeling. It's a, it's a, and a once I in like a while it. type of smell in New York, but okay, uh, okay. obviously out here, it, I've gotten so used to it. Like I would find it weird if I didn't smell weed walking down. Yeah. Sidewalk. Just like you did in Sweden. Uh, yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah. But Sweden was cool, man. The air was really fresh. Their, their food was, Healthier, it's they use crowns rather than dollars. So crowns, Swedish crowns, is it a bill or is it a coin? Um, there I haven't I haven't actually seen a uh, coin. Okay, okay. As far as the currency goes, I know they have paper, um, uh, a paper amount of crowns. But honestly, when when I had visited, it's very apparent that they do everything electronically. I've never seen anyone. Pay with uh, a paper money there. Cleaner, yeah. Cleaner. Isn't Sweden clean? Sweden's pretty clean. That's what I I picture it to be like really clean and really like taking care of the nature. Dude, LA yeah. is so dirty. Everybody's leaving LA. All the people who've made their finally leaving. Are you, do you really think so? I feel I like I really think so. Yes. I feel like not everyone's leaving, but not housing everyone. and and apartments and and just. Okay, Everything circulates. I don't mean everyone. I agree with your point about the circulation because when I'm referring to everyone, I'm referring to like the overly successful. Obviously, the people who like have culturally, their families have been here forever. They're still here. And like us young people and all the people we know who are still trying to make it, we're still here. But like all these older celebrities who like have made their money, they don't need to be in LA anymore. Everything's virtual. Everything's work from home. Yeah. Well, I don't think I, I would stay in LA if I was older. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so either. I feel like LA is a great place to make a name for yourself. Exactly. But if I'm trying to raise a family, it, I might not live in the heart of LA. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't, I necessarily almost agree with everyone leaving Sweden because California, if not Los Angeles, is one of the epicenters of COVID today. Oh yeah, right now no, it's, it's like, like it's like the number one right yeah, now. It's really yeah, bad. it's 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 yeah. the epicenter of COVID. So like maybe they're watching their own asses. Or exactly, dude. Maybe it's they dirty, just don't have to be here. Homeless issue, COVID issue. And maybe they don't have to be here anymore. I agree. I, I I'm definitely trying to be here for a little while, but um, but I do see myself not staying forever. Yeah. Also, going to fall into the ocean, I bet. Um, but speaking of people, I, I don't think that's. <laughs> I just like saying it. Uh, people, other people are doing things in 2020. Wyatt, you did a massive digital project with your plugin. I know we talked about it briefly on a different episode, but do you want to update people who will know about it? Sure. Tell me about um, this plugin. Yeah, I've. I've been saying forever now it's coming out, but it's not like I'm not working on it. I work on it all the time. It's just literally I always think like I'm done, and then I realize, oh, to actually launch a product, you have to do a lot more. Um, but right now, the the coding of it all is pretty much done. I'm, like, building the website right now, and I'm aiming to get it out by the end of the month. Ooh. I'm definitely going to do a lot of social media promo about it, so you'll hear about it. Um it's it's strange, but there's going to be a market for it. Definitely. It's strange in the fact that it's unique. I would agree 100%. I think, uh, I think the producer people will really like it. Yeah, if you're a producer, like, I think you would just enjoy it. Like, everyone I know that's used it that is a producer enjoys using it. It's just, it's like fun to use. The little novelty looks really pretty and is very affordable. Looks very pretty. TBD on pricing, but will be very affordable regardless. It's going to be about, like, 20 bucks at most. Still deciding, but... Um, but no, huge accomplishment. I'm very excited for that release, and I definitely want more people to check it out. So if you're a producer, tune into why it's what? Your Instagram? Where, where is all the media going to be about it? 
I still have to kind of decide that, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna share it on Instagram. I probably like will end up making a separate page for it. I'm gonna definitely be sharing um, it too, so you can stay tuned to my page as well. Yeah, it's gonna be around. It's gonna be popping. 2021, congrats. the Nani plugin. Well, no, no, congrats yet, because I still gotta finish this shit. If you start oh, saying congrats, I'm gonna fucking. Like, Wyatt always comes into my room with an update, and he's like, "Okay, I got this done today," and I'm always like, "Okay, so do we celebrate now?" And he's like, "No, no, no, we don't celebrate." Well, you're nearing the launch, uh, yeah. the launch date. So I, I have congrats this, on your progress. 100%. Sure, but I have this problem <laughs> where, like, when I tell people things I've done, it's like registers in my brain enough as like. Or not even tell people things I've done. Tell people things I'm going to do. Like, just telling someone, like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym next year. Like, that registers in my brain as, like, oh, I fucking did it. So, like, I don't need to do it. Because it's just, like, you get that brownie points from people just for, like, telling people that, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I don't, I don't tell people shit until, like, it's done. In this case, I am saying it, but I'm saying don't congratulate it because it's not done, you know? Truth. Try to be the same way. I think um, I it's, al- like, a weird sensation. Yeah, go ahead. I also... Uh, I heard you um oh, you are, are making stuff. I heard you were making moves in in your podcast career. Definitely, I'm very excited. And I would love to talk about it. I Let's could probably talk about it. about it all day. I'm bubbling, but for anybody who cares, I really appreciate it. So I've definitely mentioned Kevin Lyman on this podcast like dozens of times. He started Warp Tour. He was a professor at USC. He is now, and he just hired me to produce an entire podcast to relive the Warp Tour years, sort of go down memory lane, invite a bunch of people from Warp Tour on to interview and uh, create like a little show. Um, well, what will be little at first, but I presume to be large, hopefully in the future. It and I be. am the only producer of the show. I'm very excited. I recently just talked to, it's a really funny story. And if you don't have all the, con- like nobody has all the context because this is my own personal life, but there's this other professor at USC. Her name's Vivian Wang and she's extremely resourceful and she is a grown woman. She's 30 she called me, well, I called her on the phone today, but on the phone call with her, she was like, are you comfortable with me joining you as a producer on this show? And I was like, oh my God, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. I felt like a, a huge grown gave up. Gave you all the power in that Yeah, decision. and I felt like, it was just so exciting. I feel very excited and I all props to Kevin. Like, I don't even feel like I deserve this position. I think Kevin is just like looking out for a homie and so been a long way up since here's to you man yeah if you've been listening to this podcast you've been hearing me talk about kevin and how the relationship has like shifted over time and and to make it to this point is very very exciting (laughs) we finally made it hey you deserve what (laughs) you put into it 100 man the boys all used to pick on me all the time like quit sucking on kevin blah 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 but i was like nah he's cool and i think he like he likes me and he did (laughs) it's It's true i want to suck on yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I sent the meme in the chat before you remember that episode of spongebob where he goes the jellyfish convention and he's like hi kevin yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hi, Kev. <laughs> so yeah perfect no, thank you for asking me about that and i'm super super excited um another very exciting thing happened but i was trying to think of like a way to, to tease it while also not but someone from delaware with a huge amount of followers just messaged me and they're moving to la i don't even want to bring it up right now because i don't want to spoil it similar to like why i was saying like i don't want to put it out there but hopefully some really cool people coming on the podcast soon what do you mean? You've already got cool people on the podcast. Yeah, what the fuck? All right, that's true. <laughs> Not cool enough you, for you, you guys. Ex? Are super cool, but hopefully, like some clout that I can rip off of. You know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the truth yeah. comes out. <laughs> Man of LA, in a nice right way, here. In, in a friendly way. Like uh, she seems really nice. Oh, friendly. Um, you know, just because you're in the city of angels doesn't mean you're surrounded by angels. That's true. Can you get some <laughs> TikTok stars on here. Yeah, definitely. This person has over 100,000 TikTok followers. I want to reach out to the kids, man. I want the kids to listen. But, yo, I just realized if we're doing video, like, I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> I, just I haven't even been looking at the fucking No, but, like, you cut? usually I cut. Why couldn't I? Because then I have to… The camera hasn't moved at all, so, like, it's kind of like… Well, it's going to look bad in the video. Maybe a cut. little? It depends. I mean… Well, really, what it you would want is two same. cameras. So that way you can, like, cut between stuff. Ah, uh, yep. Multi-camera well, type I'm of gonna, show. Well, I'm going to cheat the system. And I'm going to, like, one shot is going to be like this. And then another shot is going to be, like, maybe zoomed in on me. Another shot zoomed in on you. Another. I'm going to do cuts. Zoom in on me, bro. <laughs> Please. Zoom in on Kitty. Where's the star of the show? She was over here hanging with me for the first, like, 15 and also, we're doing video for anybody who cares because I think you might start seeing like a Zage podcast TikTok, Zage podcast. Like, I think it would be beneficial if when I put out the episodes alongside a photo of the episode, which for make sure I take for us, um, there's like a 15 second clip 
of like the funniest or deepest yeah, a little highlight. Yeah, like part yeah. of the episode. So then like I've seen that, that on TikTok. Yeah, Sean, Sean, shout out Sean Tran. He's the one who said, Have you thought about doing video? And I was like, Yeah, of course, Sean. But he was like, No, have you thought about doing TikTok? And I was like, send me some examples. Did you send me those like two dudes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, he sent me a couple different examples. But I was like, oh, this is really smart. And those do really well, like, in terms of engage. I don't know if they pull people to your podcast, but they get, like, thousands of people looking at them. Yeah. One of those people is going to go check out the podcast. I tried doing TikTok. <laughs> this guy actually, like, convinced me to download the app Onto uh, the wave right a while now. ago. Your TikToks were something else. <laughs> I only made four. And, and I'm telling <laughs> you they were the craziest TikToks I've ever seen. I know. They, they were a little abstract and just... Far fetched, if if you ask if me. If you send them to me, I'll play them in the episode. I got I got right twenty three thousand views on one that I I which one barely tried for. You did. Was you remember? The, you guys. My remember? favorite was the imagination one. I know. I was like, what is going on? It was so strange. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I uh, you guys remember that trend where like I don't know, someone comes into the camera frame and they're looking beat and they, with the fedora. And, and hold up, I know what you're talking about. Hold up, and then they like do something uh, to blur the camera, and then it's them right there looking all decked out or in a different spot. I did one like that with uh, with my vape. I just blew the smoke into it, <laughs> and then came out. I, I was shirtless and and my gym shorts, and then came out with my fedora and some some vest or some shit, and just did a little dance. And I got twenty three thousand views for that, and I'm. I have no TikTok followers. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what's crazy about TikTok. Yeah. That's what's it's like, it just crazy grows easy about content. it. Yep, if, yep. I, if I become big on TikTok, TikTok, I would feel like it was truly undeserved. Yeah, it would be because you're handsome. Oh, you, stop People it. who blow up on TikTok, it's because they're pretty. It's true. It, it's true. If you find any pretty girl on TikTok, swipe over, she got like 100,000 people following her. Yeah. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. All it takes is just some marketing, self-promotion, and just... Consistency. Consistency, yes. I 100% agree. Constant upload. Like, that is your shit. I still say this, though, but um, I I think I've been saying this. I think we're in, like, an influencer bubble where, like, influencers, we overpraise the value of them because, like, like Dorita's saying, he got 23,000 views for nothing, but some girl, like, could monetize that and just start getting ads and stuff like that. And not off one video, but... It might be less than you're picturing for TikTok, but I understand your point, yeah. My point is that, like, the TikTok people, most of the time, like, don't actually make any good content. It's just, like, they're just big because they're on TikTok, kind of. And, like, we still monetize them highly because there's people looking at them, but, like, they're not worth anything outside of TikTok, which is why I think we're in a weird state with influencers. I can't wait. I truly can't wait for the... Garbage influencer movement to just move on. Like, yeah, there are some some influencers that that make a, a change in people's lives. That you know, like they'll uh, you know they'll be all about working out or or like lifestyle. You know, the shopping shopping really exotic stuff here and there. Or they'll be like cooking influencers. But the fucking TikTok scene where people just yeah. literally do like the same dance trends and just shake an ass or jiggle a tit. Like I am just so over that. I no, that's what I'm saying. Like those people outside of TikTok, they don't actually produce content yeah. that is like yeah. I can't wait for sustainable. that sustainable. To I totally agree. I think there is a lot of like bullshit TikTok stuff going on. A lot of people like they just dance on TikTok. And you said right, like they make no original content. I completely agree. Like a lot of TikTok is riding the trend. That's like actually what's yeah, riding like the wave, a yeah. part of the thing. Um, but I don't know how it will end because in this world where, I mean, to do like a full circle on our conversations, in a world where anyone has the resources to create their own content and create their own, we'll call it a business, there's so many businesses and the only way to succeed is to get more eyes on your business. Yeah. So you'll pay any dollar amount to any person that can get eyes on your business, you know? Like, I don't know how I we... think it's weird because I imagine, like, if you go to, like, Charlie D'Amelio or whatever, I bet you 90% of her audience is, like, teenagers. Mm -hmm. So I would say, like, oh, it will... I mean, so maybe it will end or die out, like... When those teenagers get older and they either become uninterested, but then there's a second wave of teenagers under them, mm. or it's like 
they get older and they don't become uninterested in it, but then the younger teenagers don't want anything to do with it because it's like the older people are doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Then the wave is always changing because like, so I became attached to a content creator, KSI. He's become very famous and relevant now. But I became attached to him like eight years ago when I was the age that we're referring to. You know, like these yeah. kids and you find a content creator you like. What I have found to be the case for me exclusively is that I've just followed him and his people all the way up instead of like attaching to a new content creator coming out. Um, I don't know if that relates to your point, but it was just reminding me because... I mean, I guess it depends though, is KSI getting new younger audience all the time? Or is he just maintaining Probably. his older audience? He's always constantly growing subscribers, so it must be younger KSI people KSI boxed Jake Paul, right? He boxed Logan Paul. Logan Paul. But at least you're familiar with the circumstance. That's We huge. watched it. Remember we watched it at uh, Andrew's house? Oh my God, fucking... I know, right? Logan Andrew. Paul's about to fight Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. I know. I think... Uh, was Logan Paul... Uh, sorry if I don't know his whole history. Okay. Did he start as an influencer? So, oh, that just reminded me of my initial point. So he started off on Vine. And so that's what I was saying before about how like the wave is always changing. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I feel like if any of these influencers were smart, that they would do it kind of like Logan Paul did where, yes, you build, you build uh, your reputation, you get eyes on you, and then that's when you actually bring out your true skills, you know? Like, yes. Start with the bullshit, but, but... Well, he had a traumatizing moment. So he started on Vine, and then he blew up on YouTube because Vine died. He had a traumatizing moment? Okay, he didn't have a traumatizing moment. His career had a traumatizing moment when he filmed a dead body in a Japanese forest and he uploaded it to YouTube. And yeah. so like up to that point, he was like cheesy Logan Paul making all of this really corny content for kids and all this shit. And then after that, he got like completely canceled. And then he started doing like what you were talking about where he was like, okay, I need to grow adult my brand. Yeah. And he started doing a podcast, boxing, like working out. The dude's over six feet tall. Like he's a jack. He's a man. His yeah. rebrand actually probably has helped him a lot. Dude, his rebrand is like one of the greatest rebrands, in my yep. opinion, of all time. That's how people should it be so doing it. First, you know, yeah. besides the dead body thing, like don't blow yourself up. Well, that's when he got shot. Yeah. Gradually yeah. change. Yep. Gradually change the content and like. Yes. And that's why KSI is so popular and he has been for so long. Yeah. He's always growing. He does music now. Now he does boxing. He's about to start doing like. TV or something like that. I can't remember, but he's, he's just doing a lot of stuff. I yeah. feel like Jake Paul hasn't really rebranded, though. He's doing the music now, which he's people are music, fucking with. But it's like, it's who fucks now. with it, though? YouTubers? It's new now. I don't listen to any Jake Paul songs consistently, but they're like your typical rap songs. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he does he does boxing, too. But yeah, yeah. I feel like, I, feel, I don't know. I feel like Logan probably He just is a shitty has, person. Yep. Yeah. Not that we know him, but he's. I can't wait for the Floyd Mayweather fight. Like, he went to his Logan house. seems like a nice person. No, actually. No, I totally disagree. I think they're both dickheads, but yeah. either way. Yeah. I don't know him. So I mean, you watch Logan Paul all the time, so you're probably biased towards him, but like. I like the Impulsive Podcast, I'll admit. That being said, we are going to wrap it up and fooled you guys. This is actually being recorded the next day, um, this little outro part, because we got interrupted. Um, one of our friends showed up for dinner, so we just kind of cut it there. But I wanted to send off everybody in an appropriate manner. So if you made it this far, I appreciate you, and I love you. Um, hey, Wyatt, Dorito, you got anything to add? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I suck. Got him. <laughs> um, cool. So I hope you guys like the video content, and we'll definitely have more of it coming soon. We're also going to have some cool guests coming and hopefully just more upgrades to the brand. Um, thanks a lot. Talk to you guys next week. Uh -huh, Bye. Honey. All the mother niggas lame and you know it now. When a real nigga hold you down, you supposed to drown. Bam. What you doing in the club on a Thursday? She said she only here for a girl birthday. They order champagne but still look thirsty. Rock forever 21 but just turned 30. I know I got a bad reputation. Walk around always mad reputation. Leave a pretty girl sad reputation. Start a fight club, bad reputation. I turned the nightclub bad at the basement. I turned the plane around, your ass keep complaining. How you gonna be mad on vacation? Ducking one around all these Jamaicans. Uh, this that prom shit. This that what we do, don't tell your mom shit. This that red cup all on the lawn shit. 
Get a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. And let the word paint a thousand pictures One good girl is worth a thousand bitches Bam! Can't get spunk on a mink. I mean, damn, what would Jerome, Romy, Romy, Rome think? Hey, you remember where we first met? Okay, I don't remember where we first met. But hey, admitting is the first step. Hey, you know, ain't nobody perfect. And I know, with the hoes, I got the worst rep. But hey, the backstroke, I'm trying perfect. Hey, hey, yo, we made the Thanksgiving. So, hey, maybe we can make it to Christmas. She asked me what I wish for on my wish list. Have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? Maybe we could still make it to the church steps. But first, you gon' remember how to forget. After all these long adverses. I'm tired, you tired, Jesus wept.